Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels on a victory Friday. It means we get Friday, we get Saturday, we get Sunday watching other teams play, and Monday we hit the reset because it's time to think about the Chiefs. But right now, oh my gosh, what a great holiday weekend after the Packers pull off the shocking upset of the Detroit Lions in Detroit on Thanksgiving. You love to see it. And look, uh, obviously I am very, 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 very hopeful that Jordan Love is the next great Packers quarterback. And I'm not going to sit here today and tell you that he has arrived in any true, meaningful way. However, he certainly took a big, 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 big step yesterday on a national stage showing everyone what he's capable of in an offense that is starting to gel, starting to put it together, a lot of disparate parts coming together, things that were happening in a really kind of egregious way early in the season seems to have disappeared. Guys on the same page with their quarterback, a protection unit, which absolutely, completely did a 180 compared to what they put on the field and on tape against the Lions the first time around back in September. Uh, This is a team working it out, and a quarterback who seems to be poised to become the next long-term starter for the Green Bay Packers. And look, don't get it twisted. No one's saying he's arrived as the next great. Like, put him on the ring of honor. He's going to the Hall of Fame. Nobody's saying that, at least not on this channel. But the doubts around him, the idea that he might not be, you know, worth investing in and becoming the long-term starter for the next five, six, ten years, I think those are starting to fade away. I think it's pretty clear if he continues doing what he's been doing these last three, four games, the Packers are all most likely be talking to his representatives about an extension. And the idea that all the frustrations, the problems, the you know maddening play that we saw, both from Jordan and the offense in general earlier this season, could start to coalesce and become something pretty damn special. It's pretty damn exciting if you're a Green Bay Packers fan. Now, again, a lot, of, a lot of ball game left. Long way to go. Let's say it again. A long way to go. Um, as I said all summer, there are going to be ups, there are going to be downs, there are going to be frustrating moments, there are going to be streaks, right, where it looks really good. And that's obviously what we're in right now. I don't doubt for a moment there will still be frustrating times and there will still be kind of, uh, you know, games where Jordan Love doesn't look that great. I think those are coming. They always do. It's an up-and-down kind of existence in the NFL. But, man, any questions you had about can the Packers win with Jordan Love? Can the Packers score with Jordan Love? Can Jordan Love lead this team? He's starting to put those doubts to rest. I don't think there's any question there. And before anyone tries to say it in the comments or on my Twitter account, which I saw earlier this morning, this is not hedging, all right? This is talking about what you see and keeping reality as the basis of what you're watching. You know, that's not hedging. If you're looking for hot takes, if you're looking for he is going to be a four-time MVP, going to win three Super Bowls, you're on the wrong channel, and you're following the wrong dude when it comes to content creation. But that's just the way I roll. If you need Colin Cowherd in your life, you need some hot take merchant, there are plenty on offer out there for you. Hello to everybody in the comments section. Hope you're all doing well. So good to see everybody. Look at this. This is a happy bunch chatting it up. Love to see it. Gary, 
What's up? Thanks for the super chat. Really enjoyed watching Hutchinson get double teamed by Zach Tom and the gravitational pull of the moon. Yes, the waxing gibbous, if you will. I mean, Zach Tom played a lights-out game. He was outstanding. Um, there were certainly times when he got beat, but Jordan Love playing in rhythm and getting the ball out of his hands definitely negated what Hutchinson was doing a lot of the time. And it's just the whole plan as far as how to deal with him. There were a number of times, and look, I've heard a, you know, we continue to hear a lot about Josh Myers. There was a play, yes, late in the game where they went for the dagger to Watson, and he gets beat on initial quick pressure, and it causes Jordan to throw it a little early, and they miss the shot, right? Now, I've seen that play circulated a lot, but what I haven't seen circulated is when, on two occasions, Hutchinson comes around on a stunt, and Josh Myers completely stones him. That wasn't happening back in September. That is happening now, and that allowed the Packers' offense to operate in a big, big way. Again, well, what we always talk about with Josh Myers, consistency, right? You're seeing more of it now. Rick Ward, what's up? Thanks for the Super Chat. Heard from any Gary haters today? No, curiously silent. Funny how that works. And what did I talk about? Just a couple weeks ago, I think someone asked me about Schneidman's article about how, you know, he wasn't having an impact on the game. Like, the pressure rate was there. The tape suggested that he's getting to the quarterback. The quarterback's just able to get rid of the ball. Sacks come in bunches. Bunches showed up yesterday. No doubt about it. John Semitovich, what's up? Matt Mamba forever. Go back, go. I loved Mamba's song for A.J. Dillon. That was outstanding. Although, I don't know, man, Matt Mama be given some, been given some ammunition with these Carlson misses lately. Don't get, don't get Matt going. Lambo Leo, what's going on, man? I was so full from Barry and Watson making me eat my own words that I couldn't even eat Thanksgiving dinner. Totally worth it. Go Pack Go. Yeah, they, I, both of those guys showed up yesterday. I think Joe Barry needs to be applauded. Definitely needs to be given the recognition for a plan that, you know, it, it helps that your offense is on the front foot, right? For once, the Packers took the ball and they scored, right? They were uh, they were from the get-go. Uh, they were aggressive, and that allowed the defense to play with a lead, something they haven't done a whole lot of this season. Now, it helps when Rashawn Gary, Preston Smith, all the guys up front are getting after it the way they were yesterday, and those guys were eating. I mean, Preston Smith was on one. We've heard so much about Gary's game, which for absolutely understandable reasons but Preston Smith was really good yesterday too like both of those guys came to play and I thought Van Ness showed a lot of promise yesterday just across the board the interior guys Carl Brooks uh, Devontae Wyatt I thought had a strong game so yeah Joe Barry definitely then with Christian Watson been waiting for this game definitely been waiting for it and you know we talked about it a couple weeks ago on transplants here on daily he's got to find the consistency the, the drops and things like that were definitely frustrating. The lack of high-pointing and aggressive kind of going and getting the ball. Well, you saw that on the first play of the game, and that set the tone. And, I, yeah, I thought the kid played well, and not just with the ball in his hands. I thought he was physical in the run game, did some really nice stuff on the perimeter, and there was a play when he did have the ball where he ran strong and hard and gained extra yards after contact. That's the Christian Watson we need to see game in and game out from here on out because he is a weapon, no doubt. Uh, Ben, what's going on, man? So glad I bought the Reed throwback jersey. There you go. There you go. Love me some Jaden Reed. Quinn, what's going on? 
Big win yesterday reminded me of the infamous Rasul Arizona game. Down a ton of key players against a stout team and came out hot. Go Pack. I'll tell you what. I had kind of, you know, I somebody had brought this up earlier last week, I believe, earlier this week, with the similarities like, situationally, right, as far as short week, on the road, down a ton of dudes, go into a hostile environment, pull out the win. The one thing I didn't, you know, really kind of, I'm not taking into consideration because I did, but the idea that in that game down in Arizona, Aaron Rodgers did so much at the line of scrimmage to help get them in advantageous places. And you saw some of that from Jordan yesterday. Now, uh, the the best one that I can recall was in the second half, he made an adjustment at the line, got them into position, got the snap off, perfect, uh, perfect look, right call, takes advantage of the defense, and Romeo Dobbs dropped it. Like, you got to complete the play, obviously. But there were moments like that yesterday where we hadn't seen a ton of that from Jordan so far this season. Starting to see it more, and you certainly saw it on display yesterday. And, yeah, to your point, very similar, very reminiscent. That You love to see it. And, gee, what's the common denominator between those two? Oh, it's Matt LaFleur. Can we start talking about Matt LaFleur a little bit, please, about what a damn good coaching job he did yesterday? I mean, all three phases looked outstanding. It has been a while since you could look at a Packers game and say, yes, like across the board, all three phases, they looked better coached than their opponent. And that was certainly the case yesterday. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That was just an outstanding job from the floor and company. Um, TKM, Victory Friday. You know we love it. Vex, what's going on, man? 
It was the right decision to trade Rasul, but it sure does hurt when packs start playing better. Vex, I know you're trying to make a point here, but I got to admit, I don't get it at all. Nothing hurts when the Packers are playing better. Not a thing. Not a thing in the world. Not in my life. I mean, maybe in yours, but Brian, what's up? Was fun seeing the defense play physical. Owens mollywopped Gibbs a few times, and if it weren't a two-point conversion, they almost had another fumble. Yeah, that there was one that I know exactly which play you're talking about when Gibbs is breaking basically like right through the A gap, and it looks like he's going to be off to the races, and then Owens just shellacks him. Owens had a very active game yesterday, and you love to see the response from what, you know, I think it's not unfair to say a pretty disappointing performance against the Chargers. You know, last Sunday, just you talk about a complete 180, really physical, flying to the ball. He was everywhere. And look, really smart heads up play to run that ball into the end zone. Plenty of times. We talked about it yesterday. We've seen plenty of times. Guys just stand around, blah, blah, blah. Owen just grabbed the ball and ran into the end zone. Smart play. And that set the tone for him. Like he was everywhere yesterday. And yes, it was a physical presence in a way really hadn't been up to this point. Uh, let's let's see here. We got Chris. What's up, man? This is a little selfish, but can we just get to eight wins? I have a bet with my friend on the over set at seven and a half wins for a hundred dollars, and it's what we won last year. I mean, it's a good chance. The schedule certainly looks favorable down the stretch, right? But uh, they got to keep winning, no doubt about it. But yeah, no, nothing wrong with being selfish. I'm here for you, man. Mimsy, what's going on? How can we crowdfund a catered turkey to Lambo, courtesy of Cheesehead TV, from the post-game snub to Jack Harlow? Fox had us at the kids' table. A sham. You're not lying, man. Fox was absolutely a travesty yesterday. I mean, from that absolute rinky-dink, terrible halftime show to, yes, the oft-discussed, oft-mentioned snub of Jordan Love. And I love... (laughs) Aaron Andrews knew that, that there was no coming back from this. She literally says in the, at the end of that interview, we don't have a turkey leg for you. Like, <laughs> they knew they were in trouble. Yeah, man. That's a good idea, though. A catered turkey to Lambos is a fun idea. Mr. Steez, what's going on? Was at the game with family. That throw from Love to Heath with 7.54 in the first was insane to see live. Love has the arm talent to succeed in the NFL. Hopefully he can put it all together. Go, Pat, go. He had a number of throws yesterday that were okay. I mean, I, I mean, there were throughout the game, going back and watching it. I mean, obviously live, you're like, oh, great throw, whatever. But then you go back and you look at it. There were a couple to Heath. There's one to Dobbs where he is just out of his mind with the kind of sidearm release pinpoint accuracy. My Lord. Yes. Very exciting. Again, has, you know, not saying he's arrived, but you're starting to see it. You're starting to see how he can be special. No question about it. Uh, George, what's going on, man? Do you think the reason Fox did not give love a turkey leg because he just got done eating lion? Hey, Oh, I like that theory. I'll take it. Sacks are foot jail. Socks are foot jail. What a handle. First time all year I've kept the what the f- was that to once or less the whole whole game. If that's not progress, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Let me guess. You only have one once or less the whole game? Let me guess where the one was. 
Uh, the failed fourth down conversion when A.J. Dillon ran into Jordan Love. I did like my, Matt getting all cloak and dagger after the game. Someone went the wrong way. Not going to tell you who it was. At first I thought it was A.J., but now I'm starting to think it was Jordan. Regardless, if that's the only what the fuck was that, we're in good hands. We're, we're heading in the right direction. Vex, what's up? Draft all O-line in 2024. Need a running game. I mean, they're kind of showing they don't need a running game. But, yes, they need to be better in the running game, no doubt about it. Uh, draft all O-line? I don't think that's happening. I think they will definitely draft an offensive lineman or two. I think that's probably going to happen. But um, who knows, man? Maybe Caleb Jones gets out there and starts road-grading people in 2024. Who knows? And don't forget, they have invested lots of draft capital along the offensive line. Um, you know, guys can mature and grow and become players at any point, at any moment. Who knows what happens when Sean Ryan gets out there. Maybe they start absolutely running right behind him and Zach Tom and just start killing people. Never know. Uh, Brian, <laughs> what happened at half with Matt LaFleur in security? Matt had his path and he wasn't changing. Dude was in his way. I know he was asked about it after the game and... He, you know, he, he's not gonna. Th- I don't think he wanted to throw a guy under the bus, but yeah, if you're an event person, like you work security, if you're working an event, like you are there in service of something, it's not just happening. Like this, you're not getting paid to just exist because people are showing up to the stadium. They're showing up to the stadium for a reason to watch the teams play football. You are in service of them. So if you see the coach running, get the fuck out of the way. Just get out of the way. This reminds me of the thing that happened with Devontae last year. You know? It's like you are in service of them. Like this all exists. This is all happening because of them. Get the fuck out of the way. And look, I appreciate the work they do. I know the guy's got a gig. He's got a job to do. I understand it and I appreciate it. But there's a reason it exists and there's a reason you're there. To support and be in service of the folks putting on the show which is the people involved with the football. Sorry, it just drives me a little nuts. Mimsy, what's up? PSA, unless it's Dolly, just show Creed 2001 replay. Man, shout out to Dolly Parton. How did we get Jack Harlow and they get Dolly? That's just harsh. Vex, what's up, man? They could just bench RJR for Sean. So confusing. Yeah, it is a mystery. I don't think you know, Runyon's covering himself in glory, but they're sticking with him. I will say it's encouraging, though, that Sean Ryan looks as good as he does every time he's out there. But, yeah, I don't I don't understand the fascination and the need to keep Runyon in the lineup at this point. I think Sean Ryan's shown you what he's about. I don't get it. Uh, Mimsy, what's up? Has anyone asked Matt LaFleur why he didn't try a free kick? Uh, no, not that, not that I've seen. And, you know, I... He was a little more aggressive yesterday, and I don't, I don't kill him for that. I don't have a problem with it. I'm excited about the HP Lovecraft connection, Mister Mikey Riggs. That's an outstanding reference. Well done, Nags. If teams start to respect the passing game, you think the running game will improve? A little bit. I don't think they're ever going to be road graders, but Matt admitted that was their whole plan yesterday because of the style of defense that Detroit likes to play. Right? They are absolutely going to load the box. They're going to make you earn it in the run game, and they're going to let you try and beat them outside on the perimeter or even in the slot sometimes. 
So, yeah, I think the more successful they are and the more they continue to do this week after week after week, because that's the other thing. It's one thing to do it, you know, every once in a while. But if you're consistently doing it, then, yeah, teams are going to have to a little bit, start to play a little bit more too high safety, maybe give you some of those kind of running lanes on early downs rather than, you know, absolutely commit to stopping the run because they don't fear Jordan in the passing game. I think we'll start to see that possibly change a little bit, but just because of the fact that the Packers just aren't that great when it comes to uh, producing on the ground, regardless of the front they're facing. Yeah, I don't, I don't see a wild swing, but yeah, I think it'll open up a little bit. Kind of has to. It becomes a game of pick your poison, and Matt will continue to find his spots to get aggressive uh, on early downs. Um, but yeah, if you want to pack the box, you saw it on the touchdown to Watson. That's classic. They're a single high safety defense there. Uh, the second safety is way down by the box, you know, and they you get Watson lined up one on one there with no safety help over the top. I love their chances. So, yeah, cat and mouse game will continue. Steven, what's up? Awesome to see both sides win the trenches convincingly. Also awesome to see how Love has progressed with opposing pressure in his face. Oh, man. He was so good yesterday with dudes, like, coming, bearing down in his lap. He's been good intermittently, and it was actually not bad that first game against Detroit. There were a number of throws were pretty impressive with pressure, like, right on him. But, yeah, like, yesterday was very noticeable as far as being able to get the ball up, changing the arm angles, staying in rhythm, and that's the most important part, right? Because all the routes are married up to what you're doing back there. The way he was able to deliver despite everything happening in front of him at times, yeah, very impressive. Quinn, what's up? Malik Heath is flying under the radar. Quinn, not if you follow me on the service formerly known as Twitter. I literally just put out there, Malik Heath had such a good game yesterday. So, yes, Quinn, I agree. He was, um, you know, he, everything you asked him to do, he did excellently yesterday. Like, from the way he caught the ball, the way he blocked in the running game, uh, all the physicality he brought, both, you know, in the running game, but also after the catch. I love Malik Keith, man. Make the whole plane out of Malik Keith. You absolutely love it. And to that point... This is what the Green Bay Packers are all about. This is their whole program, right? They've had Malik Keith, undrafted dude, hasn't been really super involved, started to get a little bit more involved. You know, you see Samari Torrey as a healthy scratch in the last couple of weeks. The Malik Keith starts to come on, gets more opportunities, earns more opportunities. Guys get hurt. Wicks goes down, so now Heath gets even more opportunities. You love to see it. And now when Wicks comes back, now you can keep mixing and matching. With a guy who's now gotten confidence, showing a little bit as far as production goes, clearly knows the offense, knows Jordan. Jordan trusts him. Love it. Absolutely love it. <laughs> Vex. Resurrect Prince for halftime shows. This is the best idea I've heard all day. Eric, what's up? Do you think they're splitting snaps between the left tackle and right guard because certain plays slash schemes work more to the strengths of the players? Maybe. I don't think they'd ever admit that, but um, I doubt it. But maybe. I mean, it feels unlikely since they're platooning them in for whole drives, right? Although maybe, like, this drive, we're going to try this concept or whatever. But, yeah, I, it's, a, it's a bit, I got to admit, it's a bit of a mystery. It's not something I'm too uh, used to 
You know, and I know, hey, look, since Matt's been in town, they have not been shy about moving guys around up front. Something they've done like literally since 2019. Um, a lot more than you traditionally see in the NFL. But yeah, man, I don't know. And I think it's, you know, you want to say just play the young guys. It's a development year. It's a year you want to find out what you got. You want to get young guys snaps. You want to help them develop. Just play Walker and Ryan. I don't know why we're pussyfooting around here, but I'm sure they have their reasons. I wish they'd give us the actual reasons at some point, but I'm not holding my breath. All right, buddy, I got to get going. I cannot thank you enough for hanging out and talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Have a great weekend, everybody. Hope you have a ton of fun watching NFL football on Sunday with not an ounce of anxiety because the Packers are sitting on a great W. And then I will be back on Monday afternoon with Packers Daily. Carry the G and MKE. Let's talk football with Andy. All coming at you on Monday. Enjoy the weekend. Thank you so much. Go Pack Go.